We want to give a special shout out to our new Patreon subscribers, Ashley Becker, Garrett Arouse, Adam Deem, and Greg. You are the icing to our Pop-Tarts. To support Book Reviews Kill and gain access to exclusive full-length episodes, deleted scenes, videos, and monthly giveaways, please click on the link in the description for this episode. Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to the Monday Morning Minute. And this week in fictional news, author Rick Riordan has confirmed a new standalone sequel in the Percy Jackson series called Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Chalice of the Gods. Riordan announced that the new book would go on sale September 26, 2023, saying, quote, not a reboot, not a reimagining. A full-blown, canonical, standalone sequel starring the original trio from The Lightning Thief. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah, I don't think anybody was really expecting that. I'm sure people wanted it, but I don't, you know, he kind of just was like, hey, here we go. We're doing another one. Yeah, that's really cool. My first thought was like, there's no way that he's like, the characters can still be the same age, but like the timeline doesn't have to go the same as ours. (laughs) It was a stupid thought. I think it starts with them in high school and like their senior year of high school or something like that. So maybe I think a you're right. Bit, yeah, maybe a little bit more mature. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of interested in that. I'll probably pick it up. Uh, I still have a couple more uh, Percy Jackson books to read. I think I've, I've read the first three. So I have like two more of those to read uh, in the original quintet. Same. I have like two of them sitting over here that have been on the TBR, but they keep getting pushed back because though so that is what I've been saying about the uh, Lost Years of Merlin. And it's taken me weeks to get through them. But I mean, I read <laughs> them as I'm like, nodding off to sleep you know uh did you watch the percy jackson movies no i didn't even know there were I, movies i didn't watch them yeah um, i've heard really really mixed things on them some people mm. would say they're great i don't know, i think like you and me were just a little bit late on percy jackson i think um like we were i was like a harry potter kid same uh, and then percy jackson i think i was like aware of it but i just wasn't i just wasn't there um and then you know, i had a friend it, that was really into him they're cool. They're definitely, um, it's a cool spin on Greek mythology and stuff. And the main characters are really awesome. And even some of the side characters are great. Um, the way that he kind of has the gods interacting with each other and the humans and the demigods and stuff. It's all very interesting and well done. Yeah, I'm such a Harry Potter kid. Like I was 10 when Harry was 10. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a but, whole thing. Yeah. But you don't have to be that age to still enjoy those books. You know, it's just like no, we're gonna no. read Inheritance at some point here on the podcast, and we're not fourteen. You know, but, no. Uh, but we can pretend like we are. Absolutely, I'm really excited to read the Inheritance Cycle. Actually, I really enjoyed those. Yeah, that'll that'll happen next year. That's happening for sure. I've confirmed it with our audience already, so we're we're locked in. Yep. Once we tell a couple thousand people, we kind of have to. And another piece of news, it's not fictional news. Um it's it's book reviews kill news. We are launching merchandise today. Our new website is up today for everybody that's listening. Yeah, the website is just bookreviewskill.com. We got the domain name for that and this is a this is an initial rollout of merchandise. So what you see on there is kind of it's what's available right now, but Chad and I are already hard at work on many variations of t-shirts and tote bags. We're going to do some posters. We're going to do mouse pads. We're going to do everything. And we've already got some other ideas for designs that might play off of some popular book covers and some popular movie posters and stuff. And we're going to make it look cool. But this is like the initial rollout. So you're welcome to go peruse to your delight. Definitely. It's been an exciting. We released it to the uh, Patreon members. So if you're 
want to get in on the future really exciting action like that, definitely join our Patreon. And it was so cool to see their response and, and our Discord and just everyone interacting really with exciting. it. Uh, it was just it was so exciting and like yeah. gratifying because a lot of effort. I don't know if anyone out there has ever built the website and designed a bunch of stuff, but it just took a lot. And uh, it was really cool to have everyone be so supportive. And it's really nice to see Book Reviews Kill kind of start taking on this brand and this image. You know, like the colors are there. The the whole motif and aesthetic is all it's like a thing now. It's really, really cool to see because mm-hmm. it's just been this ethereal like idea in my head and now in Chad's head and everything. And now we've got this website and this merchandise and it's all there and visual it's like awesome Ugh. has a legacy i when i wrote the product descriptions i tried to put personality of oh, book reviews so kill into them <laughs> it's great <laughs> go to the website just to see what chad wrote because it's all no one's telling us what to do we can write whatever we want on there oh yeah so. it's all from scratch baby <laughs> <laughs> so yeah really exciting oh man it's it's so cool what have you been doing this week a lot of website design yeah <laughs> on you that were at note. It so, yeah chad wasn't even responding to my text and he always responds to my text that's how you know <laughs> yeah. chad is working his ass off as if he doesn't because chad's very good with his phone but thank you you are but when you're not texting me back it's like okay he's either asleep or he's working really hard so it could be either one of those <laughs> yes uh and i was working very hard but like i said it was so worth it i was uh, i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit shaking in my boots when we we're like hey patreon members go and it was like yeah. you know it's like i had perused it and really checked all the corners to make sure there was no no like little monsters hiding in there that was gonna prevent someone from uh, doing anything that they wanted to, but I, I was know. just like waiting for the like, it's, did, this didn't work, and then the monsoon of like hell, you know, but it was great. And I mean, our listeners are so awesome, it would have been fine. I kind of, I felt bad because, um, you know, Chad was taking a little while, and I, I, I hit him up and I was like, Chad, like, for lack of a better word, what the hell is taking so long, you know? And then <laughs> he kind of laid it out for me. He's like, well, I mean, I, there's a different size for everything. There's a different color for everything. I got to make sure all the shipping <laughs> info is right. I got to make sure everybody's credit card works. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess that actually probably takes a little while. Because <laughs> his sentiment was like, hey, we had designed the shirts because we kind of came together. Like I do some graphic design, but we, you know, Evan uh, has a just really good like eye for things that look good. And so we kind of came together and d- did it together. And he's like, you know, we designed the shirts days ago you know yeah. i was like well bro <laughs> it's, like, it's like nothing <laughs> i know i thought we could just have the shirts up and then just have everybody have but at it you know but no he bared with me for far longer than uh you know he needed to so uh because you know i probably could have been faster so evan you're the best and listeners you are the best please go check it out uh i'm proud of it and uh i would be proud to see you guys making videos rocking our shirts he's so awesome um so in addition to that uh, I finished A Court of Frost and Starlight, which was just, mm. it was like the reader's digest of romance novels. Yum, yum, like yum, it was yum, just, yum. yeah, it was like <laughs> eating a piece of like pumpkin pie. There are some some interesting conversations in it, though. There's a confrontation in there that is a very key confrontation um, that I liked quite a bit. And we'll talk about that in the episode where we go over Frost and Starlight. But it's like a nice cinnamon roll Christmas special, but then it gets really heavy there for like one conversation. Yeah. yeah it's pretty interesting. It was a very unique book because it was yeah. like almost not a book. Yeah. It was almost a journal entry, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then it, it was fine. I mean, there's a lot of like shopping and talking and walking, but it was kind of like we needed a little that story takes so many left turns and right turns and it gets shaken so often that it was like it kind of needed a little little vibe chill out check. time it's a vibe, yeah, check. vibe check yeah exactly yeah. so yeah i really enjoyed that and we'll of course do a little bit of a deeper dive later this week on that 
And then I started a court of silver flames because I was like, eh, guitar, like riding the wave, hitting the tube. And then I was like, actually, I have like 24 hours to finish Gunslinger. So yeah. <laughs> I set that aside and started Gunslinger, which is very good for the tiny little chunk of it that I nibbled off. A little weird, huh? A little weird. Yeah, we're going to get to it. Don't worry. So oh, and a little bit more book reviews kill news. Um, Chad and I are starting video uh, for <sighs> the Dark Tower series. So that's when we're going to, that's our introduction to actually putting the videos of Chad and myself talking. We're going to put those on YouTube for everybody. And uh, I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little bit nervous. Uh, you're all going to see my, my troll cave here. Uh, Dude, your troll cave is glory. beautiful. Yeah, but it's funny. Like you can see, like a bottle, half a bottle of tequila back here but, from last night. But oh yeah, like like you you're seeing a snippet, and then everything else is just energy drink cans and Cliff Bar wrappers. It's just <laughs> it looks really great from this angle. I can't see any of that besides the bottle, which just makes you look hardcore just drinking straight tequila. For everyone who doesn't know, uh, Evan and I did a episode for our Patreon only last night that was uh just a, a heavy boozy. drink boozy. episode it was a boozy ep- it was a purposefully boozy it episode. was so i went i did i went today and like downloaded the stems and put it into logic and How gave it like, a little bit of a once over and i was uh, oh man, i don't even remember what we so, talked about i don't really. either yeah i woke up this morning well, we like two hours yeah and we were drinking too like oh we- <laughs> yeah dude, i took like four shots and uh, it was already pretty warmed up by the time i yeah, started, um, I have so. no idea. We we were just rambling. Um, yeah, I am I am gonna do some loose edits, but I'm not gonna edit that much. Like I'm not gonna what go a in pitch and, for our Patreon was that I just know, was. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna edit it. Look that what hard. you're missing out, people. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. We got some. There really was some fun. cool conversations in there. Yeah, I remember we had a lot of like who would win in this fight. You know. Yeah, we we got in some arguments and stuff. Well, that's fun. good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. I really really enjoyed that. That was like a cool way to kind of end the week and. uh relax a little bit uh you know evan a couple months ago recommended to me the green knight as a movie to watch and boy has it been a bone of contention in our friendship ever since because it was terrible that movie oh, not so terrible bad. oh it was you know it's a good terrible. movie i seriously don't and like the, <laughs> the people <laughs> that I was watching it with were just like silence for half the movie and then i just turned to them i was like do you guys also hate this they're like oh my god yes what is this uncultured swine but I know that Evan, since I love him dearly and has, uh, he has amazing tastes on things. I was like, I got to give his movie recommendations another chance because this like can't be a thing. So I watched The Ritual with Ooh. a couple friends uh, that we do Spooktober, where we watch a scary movie every weekend in October, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah How was. scary did you find it? Because people find um, different things scary, you know. Uh, yeah. So. Um, there were like three like really key moments, and I'm not going to spoil it super hard for people. It's, it's still October, people. You can still go watch this movie. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can watch it any time of the year you want, but it's October. You know, go watch right. scary movies. Spooky. But um, yeah, uh, there were a couple of key parts in that movie, uh, namely something in the tree. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And then I just the I feel like that that movie really delivers. You think it's going to be like this Scooby-Doo ending, and it is not. It is nope. not. It is the opposite of a Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah, it's like lots of times, like, oh, it's like it was a fake person. Yeah, it was like in their, it was like, in their mind no, no, the no. whole time. It was a dream the whole time, or it was it was themselves or something. Right, you know, right. it's just, nope, it's not what, it's literally this thing in the forest, and it's a really big deal. Those are my favorite type of horror movies, yeah. because 
I don't like cheap horror where it's just all jump scares. Give me some jump scares for sure, but not just all that. And I don't really like horror movies that just kind of fall back on gore, gore movies that are just so disgusting. You know, Um, I really like a good monster movie. Well, I think that the reason that the ritual works so well is because we've all been in situations with our friends where you know it's like it's not to this degree but you know you're you're trying to do something fun and then something bad happens and now now you're dealing with this you know and right. you're overcoming already, a situation right so it's like you're driving along and your car breaks down and you're in the middle of nowhere like someone hit a deer or something and now all of you have to deal with this situation you weren't really prepared mentally to have to deal with this you were just doing a fun thing together and not only that but there's a lot like kind of hanging over all of their relationship in this movie mm-hmm. too and it really starts to come out so the reason that that movie is so tense is because while there's this thing in the forest that's like literally trying to kill all of them their their friendship is kind of like deteriorating as well so it's just the tension is so hiked up because you don't know like they're not there to support each other through this now you know yep and And typically when they're like let's split up we'll cover more ground that way you're like ridiculous no one would make that decision but in this one it's not we'll cover more ground it's like i'm legitimately upset with you for very good reasons and like actually i might storm off i have the book right over here too because somebody told me that the ending of the book was a little bit different so i'm going to read the book as soon as i can i'm reading a different horror book right now that i'll tell everybody about when it's my turn to talk about my week but yeah uh, i'll let you know how the book uh the ritual is i hope it's as good if not better than the movie but i've been i bet you it's a better movie or it's a better book excuse me i've been tricked yeah that's true (laughs) that's true lied too it was a great recommendation evan so i just want to let you know that you were fully and everyone in the room thought it was good so we we all really enjoyed it though it wasn't as good as nope the week before that if you haven't seen nope and you're looking for a scary movie that was awesome my house uh, my household here um me and my roommates are gonna watch nope i think tomorrow night Uh, Um, i'll let let you know next week what i think about it yeah i'm stoked to hear your, your opinion on it Oh, and I've been reading this uh, scary book called Ghost Tales from Oregon that I picked up a few days ago because I was just like driving by Barnes & Noble and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) like a moth to the flame. (laughs) So I've actually made a few YouTube videos about reading them and I'm putting them out on not the Book Review Skill channel, but just another Words channel. Yeah, just me reading the middle of the night. We'll put the link down in the description. Oh, okay, cool. I will. It's fun, but it's also really scary. Like you'll see me check behind me in the video a bunch of times because it's like I have my headphones on, they're noise canceling. Yeah. And then I'm reading and my pullback is exposed. And it's like I keep being like, okay, guys, even though no one's actually watching it live, <laughs> but like it's your guys' job to tell me if anything's behind me. You get me. scared so easily. It's it's adorable. Yeah, you get creeped out. Yeah. Sorry I'm like armed to the teeth. Your... No, no, you no dude, I am an infant when I'm doing this. So <laughs> If you're ever like, oh, let's scare Chad, like, I don't know if I'm quite a f- uh, runner, you know, like you might get stuck. So, like, be careful. <laughs> uh, how was your week? Uh, I finished a bunch of stuff this week. Yeah, nice. going hard. Um, I finished the Book Eaters and we'll have a whole episode of talking about that, which will oh, be yeah, out I finished on that Wednesday. Too. Yeah, uh, I made a TikTok review about it already, but I'm going to save my more like nuanced thoughts for that episode. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. But yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go deep into that. I would still mm-hmm. recommend it, but I have some thoughts. We'll sink our book teeth into it. Her, 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 her. Uh, I also finished The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert and really enjoyed myself. It was cozy, it was sexy. It's just a nice romance book, you know. You were telling uh, me about that. That was the guy with uh, two. Yeah, yeah, two penises. Yeah. 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 Two two dragon dicks. Um, wow. Man, good times. I don't even have one dragon dick. No. Um, no. <laughs> And uh, I mean, the the tail was worked in there, too. Uh, there was 
it was a lot yeah funny you read stuff like Akatar, and you're like wow this is sexy and then you get into this other stuff and it's like okay <laughs> it was the tale like, prehensiled uh yeah yeah wow yeah, cool yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it was good uh good world building the main character's arc was really good i like katie roberts writing it's really the main playful character's arch and... pretty good too hey oh wow <laughs> uh, sorry guys <laughs> um i'm looking forward to reading uh, the sequel which is about a kraken so that's pretty interesting and also there's another book of katie roberts called uh, neon gods which is a modern uh hades and persephone retelling um, which that's the one that's like the book by Katie Robert that you want to read that got really really popular on book talk and stuff. Oh, what's that um, called? It's called Neon Gods. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, I'm really excited to read that. But yeah, I'm just trying to throw some more romance in there. You know, it's a nice palate cleanser and it's just it's just fun. You know, there's so many different aspects of a of a romantic like sexual relationship and mm-hmm. it's fun to see a lot of them play out in different ways. You know, you got like enemies to lovers, you got friends to lovers, you've got like this kind of like shared bed trope sometimes. You've got there's so many different categories and so many things ways for things to kind of like lay themselves out both physically and <laughs> figuratively totally uh, but yeah and you they're, judge they're really fun like a main course meal differently than you do the dessert you know you like you notice different things about it and it's like just kind of refreshing and fun to read you know yeah yeah definitely i also finished uh, the air sats elevator by lemony snicket and i'm on to the vile village i am not sick of a series of unfortunate events yet i really enjoy there's something that's sticking out to me on my second read through of these books and it's how positive these kids are while all this is going on and they're very um aware of how terrible everything is but they find so much solace and like in each other and they're usually looking on the bright side of things and it's just and they they also like comfort each other when when one of them is having like a really difficult time like they validate each other constantly and it's just there's so many good examples of like healthy like familial relationships in those books overcoming terrible things happening to you and you know, not necessarily just saying like, oh, it could be worse or, you know, not like that kind of like positivity, but more like, okay, we're in this together. Let's work through this. Let's listen to each other. You know, no one's listening to us. So we have to like be a unit together. And it's, they're really refreshing books to read. Absolutely. And they do get, as far as I can remember, because I read the whole series like years ago, but uh, they get a little more intense with each book. Um, so like, and the books start to get a little bit longer too. How old are the kids? I think Violet's like 14, Klaus is 12 and Sonny's like three or so, like two or three. Okay. Or so they're like, like blind little bitch in the wardrobe age sort of. Kind of. Yeah. But it's really nice because like, you know, Violet is an inventor and Klaus is a researcher and Sonny likes to bite things. And there's in, in <laughs> these books, things. <laughs> yeah, she bites, like she uses her teeth for everything. It's just three. And, yeah. And Lemony Snicket or Daniel Handler like finds really interesting and creative ways for them all to like kind of shine at different moments. And he always does things in like triplets, you know, so he'll he'll kind of say like Violet wished that she could do this and Klaus wished that he could do this and Sonny wished that she could do this. And they'll all be in like one paragraph. And then oh, cool. And then he'll kind of like have things unfold like in a longer kind of triplet. Like the way that he structures out all the books is really, really interesting. And and he holds your hand through everything too. So like he'll say something because uh, he's he's pretending to be Lemony Snicket leaving behind um, manuscripts to his editor. And it, he's kind of talking to the audience like after the fact of all of these things happening. So he's been cataloging it like a, like a journalist would almost. So he says like, 
oh and the next part coming up like it's really bad so like hang on because it's gonna be oh my god it's so so terrible i almost don't even want to write it and then he oh, goes into talks to you like that yeah it's really and oh, he'll do kind of like cool. asides where he's like okay so this word in this context means this you know and sometimes he doesn't even actually give a definition of the word it's like very specific to that exact context and it's like really funny and ah man the I know that Daniel Handler has written some other books and I kind of want to get after it because he's a really talented writer. They just don't feel like kids books. You know, they feel like books about kids. Right. Um, which is I really love cool. that. Yeah, I would really recommend them for sure, especially uh, the audiobooks read by Tim Curry. Also finished uh, Berserk Deluxe 11. Um, I was trying to stretch out Berserk until the newest release by Studio Gaga came out, but it's looking like that's going to be a few more months out. And I... I need I just want to finish it like I love it uh, so much but I want to move on to some other manga um, mm. so I had like this whole strategy with Berserk where I was going to like really because I read a ton of it really fast yeah, that's and like then, the whole shelf behind you right yeah yeah, yeah. I've got, um, but I just want to I was trying to make it last like, a, like the last like few fries at the bottom of the bag <laughs> you know what I mean right. but uh, I'm just going to crank it all out I think I'm going to try to read all of it like in the next couple of weeks because I want to move yeah. on to some other manga you know like, dip re- those fries too don't just yeah, jam them back you I know? will I'll enjoy it but like okay. I, I want to read um, Death Note because that's like finished Ooh. and and it's short and I just want to read all of it I can get the box I bet set. you that's going to be great yeah I want to read Death Note and then Have I also want to read no Oh, it's one of my favorites, like top three. Yeah, it seems really good. Uh, people seem to really like it. So yeah, Death Note and then um, Vinland Saga. I want to read Vinland Saga. And then uh, I want to read Monstrous pretty soon, too. That's a graphic mm. novel um, series. Uh, and I've heard that that's very, very good. So yeah, on that front, I've got a lot to do. I've been kind of spinning my wheels with Berserk because I thought I was being clever about it, but that was not the case. Like with anything, just smash and bang, you know? Yeah, I think that's got to be the... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I also finished the fifth season. Uh, oh really so happy that i'm reading those books did you read all three no 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 no. oh i was like damn dude (laughs) (laughs) i finished the first book in the broken earth trilogy i can't believe i was sleeping on jenison for for this long i feel so silly like i'm really happy about it but i'm also just like i feel like what was i doing as a book content creator and having not i can't believe i went this long without reading anything by nk jemison it's just silly at this point so i feel chagrined i guess is the word Uh, that's the right word i love that word (laughs) i feel a little bit silly but i'm doing it now and i'm reading all of them and they're just so so good Uh, i do see what you were saying though about how everything is very gray very like bleak. really bleak and really gray and, and like not, colorfully gray yeah it's, it's literally the color <laughs> yeah. gray yeah i'm um, kind of like with mistborn yeah um, but i think even more so like mistborn yeah. at least has a little bit more color to it but yeah like um and jemison really engages the senses you're like yeah. very much aware of the non-engagement everywhere and um but it's also not the case too because um like cyanite there seems to be like a, a weird time dilation kind of going, not yes. dilation, but there's different times being talked about here. And I think that Jemison is working with the different tenses and stuff and, and um, like some second person, some third person and stuff like that. But there is some, like when they're in Aaliyah on the coast and it's like mm-hmm. really pretty and she, you I know, love that she's part. very, very specific to like throw in what like it looks like at twilight on the coast and stuff like that. So it's like she knew like, okay, we can't have it all just be right. like Which literally really nice. the end of the world, like <laughs> right. the world How- broke in half how much obelisking do you get in the first books i don't kind of remember like where the book first one ends but do you get a amount. lot decent yeah, okay it's, it's, it's like, happening yeah those are one of my favorite like what a cool thing to have just like and they 
they're just like thrown in there randomly and they're like kind of a big deal, but, but they've been but in, in the world random, for so yeah. long that everyone's like, yeah, no, that's just like the moon. It's just a part of things. We don't get it, yeah, whatever. They're really big. So cool. Um, yeah, I, it's um, I'm excited to see what, I haven't started book two yet. I just finished the first one today, but I'm really excited to finish these. I uh, I made a, a, a Hugo Award winners over the last 10 years, like TikTok video today. Ooh. And uh, N.K. Jemison was obviously on there three times in a row. But a few of the comments were like, I stopped taking the Hugo Awards seriously when N.K. Jemison won. And I was wait, what? Like, wait, what? Those books are really, Have you really good. They're really, really, <laughs> like, really good. Like, they I, definitely deserve even it. Even if you don't like the story, it, the writing is really good. Like, it's undeniable. I don't know. You're always going to get someone like that. But also, yeah. I did see also some very mixed reviews of the Texacallan duology, which is what we're planning on reading after we're finished with The Dark Tower. So we're still going to read them, obviously. Like, I'm not going to not read books just because some people on TikTok said they didn't like them. <laughs> we but, would read nothing ever. Yeah, we would never read <laughs> We would like, only read Stormlight Archive. Um, but everybody, <laughs> some people say those suck too. So it's a, whatever. But uh, yeah, we're still going to read Texacallan. But it's just, it was funny because I just wasn't expecting it because a lot of what, a lot of the discourse that I had seen about Texacallan had been from like other uh, influencers saying how much they liked it. And I hadn't really ever looked through the comments on those videos before. And um, yeah, a lot of people said that they had a hard time getting through those books. So now I'm curious because I know that they're really politically uh, engaging and like they're very, there's a lot of politics in those books. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I also started a book uh, last night called Cipher. I just started it, but it seems to be about a couple that finds a hole in their basement, and it's like it's like a foot Straight and a down. half. It, it's it's like it's like blackness. There's no they can't see anything, and it's just a hole that they find. And the you beginning wrote of the book, book? very yeah. similar to that. I did. I started a book really similar to that. Yeah, I don't know. If, I'll probably finish it at some point. But I love um, the premise. It's a good premise, but. I don't know. It, it, this book won all kinds of horror awards uh, and people in the horror lit like subreddit were talking it up. And I love finding like these unknown horror gems and buying them on my Kindle for like three dollars, you know, and like supporting the whole kind of like underground horror literature thing. But I'll let you all know how it is. I mean, I saw the buy the little blurb on it and it seemed really really intriguing has any scary stuff started happening in that not hole? yet uh, i'm only like 20 pages into it they drop something down it uh i don't know maybe huh. but it's like 250 pages so that's sure. the first thing i do when i find a hole like, <laughs> drop something down there you don't know what's down there man well i'm not dropping a baby <laughs> like... <laughs> but what else is down there that <laughs> like, might be alive of course you're not gonna drop a baby yeah like a coin well probably not a coin a little piece of gravel this is funny um this morning i started reading um along came a spider the first oh. alex cross book by james patterson uh and i stopped like 30 pages into it i read like 30 pages but i was just like this i'm not doing this just, no 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 and, and no shade on people that like james patterson like i mean that's cool but also i just couldn't i just couldn't do it i don't like the way he writes um, was it a writing thing or like a, it's it was a, a writing a thing. Yeah. thing yeah and my i mean i'm really cool with a lot of different styles of writing you know what i mean yeah. like it takes a lot to really turn me off but yeah same with like lee child i don't like lee child's writing at all his, I'm not his a sentences are guy. so you don't like vonnegut okay did he write um, fight club who did fight club that's uh, palinuk palinuk that's what i'm thinking of i don't know oh, vonnegut really? uh yeah no i'm thinking of palinuk i just got my my famous um Wacko yeah, it's funny. authors. Yeah, Vonnegut and Palinuk get com compared a lot. It's funny because they don't really, they're not really that similar. 
Yeah, the, I don't know. Barring Fight Club, that's not in this conversation. But man, his other books are just like, and he does this thing occasionally where he'll slip into like, we're writing like we think, just stream of consciousness. And it's like, okay, that's all fine and dandy until we get to a three-person conversation. You're not using quotation marks, and it is really confusing. I like Palinic. I think. Have you I read just, Survivor? No. That's pretty good. I'd like choke. And then this good. other one. I didn't really like Choke. It was really sad. It's yeah, Choke like, is super sad. Oh, uh, so like depressing in the, in the mucky muck. Yeah, I mean, like Fight Club is a really excellent book. I like Fight Club because it kind of like calls out like toxic masculinity. Yeah. You know, uh, that's it does a really, really good job. In like a cool way. Yeah, it does a very good job at it. Like Survivor is about uh, like a guy. I read it so long ago, but it's like, a, I think it's about a guy who gets like famous to the point of like cult status. I like Choke. Yeah, that's. You didn't. You thought it was boring. It was just not. It was just depressing and like. Oh, you said not very yeah, interesting yeah. and like. I was just like, cool. This guy's like choking and faking and tricking <laughs> this people. He's also like it. super depressed and like yeah. obviously it was like you know that was the outcome of like major life trauma problems. But like, I don't know. It just like it wasn't for me. Usually, I'm able to stomach like all different kinds of writing, but every now and then, man, like yeah, something. It's like I tried that first uh, Jack Reacher book by Lee Child, and it just. It, he has like four word sentences just over and over and over again. Oh. You know, it's just like super short and clipped. Just and like then this they and, ran. It's seriously and then just the car like drove and <laughs> he opened the door. He walked through the door. He went down the hallway. He opened another door. That's he like went the into opposite this room. Of my like, problem. It's so yeah. Oh yeah, you do a lot of run on sentences. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Apparently, I I just talked to an editor who was uh, looking over the book that I'm working on. Oh cool. Um, yeah, and he said that I used too many commas. And oh, really? it's funny because like he was like, this book is excellent. I'm really excited about this. This is, this is awesome. And that he's like, why do you use so many commas? And Weird. <laughs> I got kind of defensive. Were you was... like, dude, this is nothing. You need to read my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, I, 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 I get it. Because I probably don't need to use as many commas as I do. I don't. There's too many period set oh, breaks. Of sentences can be commas. an hour. That's fine. I go comma and go splice and go. constantly. Yeah. I love it because I just love like pauses. Yeah, I use dot, <laughs> dot, dot way too much. Oh, I hardly ever use ellipses. I mean, I don't yeah. when I'm writing like a formal story, but like when I'm texting, it's like a thing. Oh, you know what I do a lot in my writing is I have people interrupt each other. Oh my god, I do like it a long dash. So what do you use? Yeah, I do. I do, I do an M dash. Uh, okay. And I have people. I have people interrupting each other all the time because that's how real conversations are. People interrupt each other constantly, and you can really do a lot with like the dynamic of a conversation if you're trying to make it a little bit more intense. You is know, it annoying are, though. Uh, I mean, I probably do it too much. Um, I could probably make the conversation more interesting on context. You're <laughs> like throwing actual some vulgar words. gestures. Ooh, vo- vulgar gestures. <laughs> I counted at least four, by the way, in uh, the tiny little. Just, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Last thing. I also finished Arcane. That is one of the best TV shows I've ever watched in it's my life. It was, good. I didn't like the ending though. And we're not going to spoil it. We can, we're going to do an episode on that. That'll be on the Patreon. Uh, the I'm going to need a refresher. Well, we'll, we'll go through it on the Patreon, on the Patreon episode. But um, yeah, Arcane... Uh, I will say right now is an incredible show. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor. There's only nine episodes. They're all less than an hour long. You will tear through that show. It's I very, have never very played good. League of Legends. You don't have to be you into don't that. Have to or know what it is at all. But my God, the writing is fantastic. The animation is incredible. The music Character is great. Except for that Imagine Dragon song. Not into the Imagine Dragon song. 
Um, I but like, I like a message. I can't. But and then they're like in the show. Too. It's whatever. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that's really weird. And they do not look that cool in real life. I know. <laughs> but whatever. They're not the I, gorillas. If I was in the show, they wouldn't make me look like me. You know? Right. I don't know. You look pretty cool. <laughs> I don't. Not arcane cool. Everybody in that show. Dude, looks everyone cool. looks so cool. Yeah. But yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, not a huge fan of the last, the very last like five minutes of that season. Um, I had a lot of questions about it, and I'm really excited yeah. to talk to you about it because I have thoughts. If you if you're listening right now and you've never watched Arcane, trust me, like you've trusted me on so many other things. Watch Arcane; you will be sucked in in the first half of the first episode. It's really it's good. on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Cool. Uh, so that's everything for me. Damn, I feel like I talked for a really long time. Um, let's go into the fictional fun fact. Let's do it. Okay, this is. Short and incredibly sweet. Stan Lee and Dr. Seuss were in the same military unit in World War II. Really? Is that really true? Yep. Did they know each other? You know what I mean? Like, were they... I don't know what they a unit did. is. They probably did. I mean, I don't... I couldn't tell you how big... But I think the unit is, like, less than 100 people, I think, right? Like, maybe, like, 150 or something. So I think it's, like, unit squad. I'm sure there's someone in the military just, like, shaking their head right now. Like, you idiots. I, I mean, one of my I best friends know. is in the Marines. I should know. They probably took a lot of that with them into their art that they I mean, made. Dr. Seuss didn't really I mean some of He's got some really little... weird art. Like dude, I think we yeah, talked about this once on one of our episodes. Yeah. It's really whack, surreal dude. and weird. Yeah. And like Stan Lee obviously like um you know Captain America, there's like tons of like themes obviously that was woven into the way that he crafted a story. Oh, I'm reading about this right now. It says that uh, Dr. Seuss in particular worked with Chuck Jones on the private SNAFU cartoons. They were cartoons used as training videos for the U.S. soldiers. So that's really interesting. They were kept secret from the public for a long time. It looks like they were both involved in war propaganda. That's what it was like. Uh, so I, I don't know if they ever saw combat, but I'm kind of looking a little bit more into this now. And it looks like they, they were like in uh, a playwright. Um, I think they were just working on different illustrations and things like that. So like a unit, like they were technically in a unit, but I, I doubt they were like, you know. Oh, yeah. They weren't machine. like in a machine gun nest yeah, unit totally. together. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it just kind of makes you think like how different, how, how many thousands, millions of lives have those, just those two people affected. Oh my God. It's, and how much quantify it so much. How many of, how many Dr. Seuss's, how many Stanley's did we lose? Right. Yeah. That like weren't there to affect, you know? I think about like, that all the time. Like not even, I mean, obviously a war like that is, that's a thing, right? Where we're losing all kinds of people like right. that. But I think about that in the sense of like how many people got really close to breaking through to the public and then for, for one reason or another, like couldn't really hack it right. and couldn't, not even because it was their fault, but just because of different circumstances and stuff. There's always right. a million reasons why people don't break through. And it's like, I think about that with bands. Uh, like how many bands have I like not listened to that would be my favorite band that would like actually take the spot of my favorite band if I had just heard them. But I just haven't heard them as a consequence of how saturated it all is. And totally, you know, Though- it's really interesting. I will say to maybe cheer that thought a little bit up. This won't do anything for the the war time one, but you once told me, you know, we say very often, and I even catch myself saying this all the time, like that piece of content that I made deserves so much more love than it was given. And I remember you told me once, you're like, you know, 
probably not though. Like the algorithm <laughs> has like hundreds of millions of people to go. It probably got exactly that as like much something I would say to love you, yeah. as it gotten. And while <laughs> I so do sorry. think that there is some content that um, I don't think you were specifically talking about. Maybe you were. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we always just think that you know that ah, I worked hard on that. Well, that's not a direct result that it's good. Like not saying that your anyone's stuff is bad or something. It's just like the cream has a way of rising to the top. I think it's like a half and half thing. Yes, I yes. think that's there's half of it is luck too. Right, exactly. So it's like, um, like I used to think when I when I was playing music all the time, I used to think like if we're just better, if we're just if we're just better, then we're gonna get there. It doesn't like we'll get through anything as there's long as we're just terrible musicians. And, it, and it's interesting because it's like, yes, for sure, you can be so good that people can't ignore you. That is a thing. But right. also like certain circumstances kind of pop up sometimes like somebody gets pregnant or somebody gets a really good job or like somebody right. you know it's what i mean american like, idol or like something there's, there's, <laughs> you never know like what's gonna happen and so it's like the cream can rise to the top but mm -hmm. sometimes like a decent amount of it gets clotted at the bottom too yeah, you know you're right it's, you're right it's it's like you like can't Harrison say Ford, one like he was so good other. he made it no he was a janitor at the right place right time you know or whatever you know yeah exactly but um but also he was really good also, so it's, really it's like um, yeah. people you know it's like the uh, i always i always use the uh, the strokes as i love an example. what you're about to say like the strokes are <laughs> the strokes are one of my favorite bands of all time i love them so much um they're a bunch of rich kids right very very connected like julian casablanca's dad was like the head of ford modeling agency and stuff like oh, wow. him and him and albert hammond jr met at like a, a private school in like switzerland or something there's like super super duper rich kids they argued about like which cashmere scarf was better and stuff <laughs> they had the resources to not have to work or at least work very little uh while they were still building up and they had connections that probably a band from like you know sacramento wouldn't have you know and they were just in a they were in a it was a very right place at the right time thing mm -hmm. and that's all a thing however incredible songs like really 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 good songs so it's like there's like this weird pairing of yes it was right place at the right time kind of stuff but also doing the very best that they could and making the best music they possibly could you know and it just so happened that they had the right connections to get to where they were going but um what's that saying like luck is a combination of preparation that's and opportunity say, yeah. yeah that's well, the thing you know? there's a steve jobs thing that says like you could there's a bunch of famous people who have said it differently but um said that like i'm convinced that success is really just people who are do it longer than anyone else there's more persistent you know or like the right. i'm you know it's funny the harder i work the luckier i am that you know it's like that sort of sentiment and it's just like keep going your break will come because you do need a break you know it's like yeah i mean but that break is different for everybody yeah and that it's a break, combination of a bunch of different things. right and that break doesn't it's that break isn't necessarily like someone dumped a million dollars into your bank account and then you made it you know what i mean like that's it's a lot of little breaks right. over a long period of time for some people some people blow up you know uh it totally happens like adele or like ed sheeran or like whatever but those those are also longer success stories than you might actually think if you do a little bit more digging you know it's like yeah. there's a lot behind all of that stuff too when it comes to creative approaches and the process of like trying to break through into different things and become a success i find that like you know depends on what your definition of success is you know like if your definition of success is topping the billboard 100 and you know being a billionaire it's like you you might be disappointed it could still right. happen but right. like your chances shoot of being disappointed for the stars baby but you know right. be realistic 
have to be realistic about these things. <laughs> nice quote. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I'm not saying lower your standards or anything, but like maybe lower them like a little bit. Like like my definition of success is, is like how much time can I devote to the things that I love doing? Totally. You know, like that's a really good rubric of success. And you will not be pro at everything. You just can't. Like there's just not enough time. So you kind of have to just start picking your battles. You know, like what do you really care about? What do you really want to get good at? You know. Yeah, and just you know, just keep hacking at that tree, and just keep just hacking, keep at hacking that tree. as long as you possibly can. One of my favorite quotes is "Don't," because like you always hear these people like just follow your passion, and we end up with like a lot of like actor waitress, you know, like um, people who are actors but also like bartenders. You know, it's like, and they've been doing that for twenty years. It's like, yeah, you know. So one of my favorite quotes is "Don't follow your passion, but always take it with you." Huh. Yeah, like always have it with you, but like you know, and it's, and it's to me in my mind, I kind of interpret it as an expectation setting thing. You know, like don't interpret your life and your own value, your own self worth as a, a failure and nothing and low based on the fact that you didn't become a billionaire movie star and that's what you really wanted to do. It's like, right. man, the odds of that were very small. You know, even if you were more skilled than every other person on the planet, and so yeah, it's just kind of like a be realistic like don't don't allow yourself to think that you've had a bad life because you didn't hit the billionaire status like i guarantee you you hit a lot of green lights you just weren't yeah. looking at them because your green light status was like ridiculous hmm. yeah it's interesting have you heard yeah. the uh the mitch hedberg joke and this is what i'll leave everybody on because he always ended his sets with that too um but he said man i'm sick of following my dreams i'm just gonna ask where they're going and hook up with them later <laughs> <laughs> That is fantastic. I'm going to end this with a thank you to everyone because this has been my birthday is on Tuesday. And man, I have gotten a book a day in the mail. Uh, Serene, who gave me her permission to give her a thank you on the podcast. She sent me the box set for the Dark Tower, which was so special and just like really, really awesome and really meaningful. And uh, yeah, there's been like just some days that I was, you know, struggle bus days. And those were the... uh, the, the fuel in my in my struggle bus so i really appreciate it you guys have made my birthday week very special so thank you happy birthday man thanks uh-huh. yeah, thanks, man. Uh, everybody thank you so much for listening to our monday morning episode we really appreciate you being here uh whether you're going to work whether you're staying home just hanging out we really appreciate your time and uh letting us be part of your morning bookreviewskill.com go check it out We have merchandise. Oh, my God. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much. And, of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.